Well, let's get it. We are back with another episode. What up, y'all? I'm your girl, Coach Key, your style and feel good provider. And I'm your girl, Ree, your favorite everyday woman living a confident life in style. Y'all know what time it is, so go ahead and grab your cup. Because we're here to fill you up. On all things lifestyle and everything and in, between. in between. It is mm-hmm. a new week. We're back. We're 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 getting used to this weekly flow. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, it's a little word. For real. <laughs> but um, you know, we gonna get it. How you feeling, sis? I'm doing good. How are you? I am good. Um, it's been a good week. Um, work was cool. It's been a smooth week. I'm I'm ready. You know, next week is the holiday, so Next week is a national holiday, right? Key day is in full effect, February 22nd. I'm excited. 22. Mm. Um, I'll be in Vegas. Ooh. Living my best life. I'm definitely, I'm going to check out the Grand Canyon. That's one of my, like, bucket lists. I need to go there. Okay. Um, So y'all going to Vegas, but you're going to do a little road trip while y'all are out there? Yeah. And then probably just... Party the night away. Um, I'm not a big gambler, but I'm gonna do a little. Something. I might do a little first time in Vegas. Something. My first time. I've never been to Vegas either, so you have to tell me all about it. I will. I hear so many good things about it. I know. I think me and Matt should go out. Yeah. I think we will. We'll have to do that. Vacation. Vacation. That'll be dope. ladies leave your kids at home. <laughs> okay. That's what we gonna be doing. But happy early birthday, y'all! Wish me a happy <laughs> early birthday. Thank you, thank you. I remember last be, year. She's gonna be jet setting. <laughs> Seriously, I fly out Saturday to Baltimore. That weekend's already like, what you doing? What you doing? Everybody wants to chill and hang out. Then Vegas. I'm excited. So, well, I'm excited for you. We're getting ready. You already know. I'm gonna bless some content on. Bless you all with some content. Last week we tapped into my dating life. Ooh, it was juicy. That was very juicy. And this week we are taking a spin on things. You know, I think we 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 know that we have an amazing audience of women that are either single and or married. So we thought let's let's bring Larissa Yvonne to the hot seat. Let's <laughs> into the marriage world. This makes it sound like I'm gonna be interrogated, Law. You know, this is like I feel like we're back at our IG live when I brought you on, and we were like, "Who are you? Who are you?" Okay, Miss Interviewer Key. You know, she gets to the bottom of shit. <laughs> listen, I be low key on the view and shit. Like, listen. Listen, I need to be like the next, what's his name? Jason Lee. His show has been so good. That's good. I really liked him on The Breakfast Club. I think so too. uh, Co-hosting. Him and Claudia Jordan right now are like A1 for me. They flow really well. That's good times. Good times. So we are talking marriage, marriage. Uh, (laughs) What's it like? What has it been for you, your journey? Um, and just like really good advice on the women out here. We don't know, you know, the walks of life that they're coming and who's who's already married, newly wed, newly wed. So you ready? People even want to get married? Look, I don't, I, you tell me. And that's a big um, talk of the town too nowadays. Like the value of marriage has kind of gone down. Shall we start there? 
I think we almost could. Like, okay. I remember Lala was doing the Breakfast Club, and I think she brought it up. Obviously, she's been married before. I think we all know how that kind of ended mm -hmm. and everything like that. But that's what she was saying. She was like, I don't even know if women value or women are seeking marriage these days. But I still think there's, I think it's, pro I'm not going to say it's 50-50 because it's not out, like I'm out here, you know, pulling stats. But at the same time, I think there are women out there, especially the older you get. And if you haven't had it, not that you're seeking it or are thirsty for it, but I think people still want it. I mean, I you and I just talked last week, like you said, I feel like you that's something that you want in your life. So I don't know. I think women that at least I'm around, I would say that I think that the women are still looking for like we ain't trying to be just out there loose Do you forever. Think are they afraid? Are they afraid to say that they want marriage and they're afraid to just step into that? I think so. I think because like you like you talked about last week, I think everything has kind of shifted and changed. So it's like you don't want to be too forward. You don't want to be that woman that's so forward about you wanting marriage, I feel like, in when while you're dating, because it immediately turns people off. Um, uh, but when I think back to when Matt and I started dating. And again, like I always say, Matt and I have been together for 19 years, Key. So it's like, I was, I feel like we were still babies, you know, getting to know each other. And so for me personally, back then, I wasn't dating to marry. I wasn't really thinking about marriage. It's not that I would say that I didn't want to get married, but it wasn't like it was high on my list. I was just living life. You know what I'm saying? Me and him were just I feel like Beyonce and Jay-Z on the run, you know, yeah, like we were just yeah. doing our shit. So it was like, it wasn't like this big thing. And I do, I will say though, he's probably going to kill me. But when we first got together, I just remember him, you know, we were young, most guys. He, so he's like, I ain't trying to be married. I ain't looking for all that. And I'm looking at him like, boy, I'm, I'm in college, you know, like <laughs> it's not, I'm a freshman, like I ain't looking for marriage either. So what, what are we talking about? So, mm -hmm. but as we, you know, we stuck together. It's like, we, we yep. became truly best friends. And I think that um, is such a huge part in, in how our marriage has turned out and everything like that. Like things that I don't know. I, I really am somebody who stands behind the idea of you and your spouse being best friends. Um, yeah. And so marrying each other at the point that you all become best friends, not when you, not those butterfly best friends, like, oh, the first, you know, three months, my best friend. But like when you all have lived through things, we lived together prior to us getting married. So like we had those experiences together, I would say. And so eventually it was like, I think he just kind of was like, this is who I want to be with. But people grow, you evolve. So what he thought when he was 21, 22, 23, he's like, I'm getting older. And like, bitch, she's the one, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, it shifts, so life shit, is shifting. Like, yeah, so it's like, you figure out what is important to you. You figure out what, you know, all of that. Were there any pressures as you two were like growing basically, quote unquote, up together where your parents like, so what y'all doing? Y'all not about to get married or my dad was like I have a very he, I wouldn't say he's like ultra conservative but he airs on the side of a of someone that I would say is more conservative when it comes to traditional 
values, traditional, mm-hmm. you know, you don't put the cart before the horse. I think he told me that at one point, you know, uh, why is he going to uh, buy the milk if he can just get it for free and all of this and you're by the cow when you can get the milk for free. And I was just like, oh, and that was when me and him decided to move in together. And, you know, looking back on it, I can honestly say as a parent now, I can be honest and say, girl, you was, y'all was, not that we were moving fast. Cause I mean, we had been together, I think two years before we moved in together. And it okay. just at that time made sense. Um, but I could see like, looking back, if I, if, you know, if you hindsight 2020 and now that I'm a parent, if Carter came to me and was like at 20 something and like, I'm about to live with my girlfriend. Hold on, hold on. Little and it's a whole different world for him. Yeah, and like it's, you know, Ooh. it's different. So I, I, girl, I wrote my dad, talk about a Leah four page letter. <laughs> No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh my goodness. What my dad still mean? has the letter too. He tells me, like he told me he kept it. Because wow. I was basically just like, I'm an adult. I was about 20. I'm an adult. You know, I've always made good decisions. I'm going to stick through and going to finish college. I'm not about to get pregnant out here and have no babies. I ain't about to be running to you for no money. Like, I, and all of this I'm writing as a 20 year like, I'm like, I'm mature enough to like do this. And I, and I mm-hmm. remember what I said in there. I think that struck a chord with him is, and even if it doesn't work out, I would hope that you are the type of parent that would allow me to come back and mm-hmm. you know I don't think I use the exact words but almost like give me grace in the sense of don't punish me don't in your face me don't I told you so you know just let me learn from it and move on but lo and behold we didn't have to have that conversation because uh, here we are you manifested years. everything in that four-page letter I did like, literally I, I you, listen listen to you <laughs> for real though I really yeah. did and I think that like I've always been able to, I think, cut to the, it's almost like cutting to the chase. Like, you know, me, you know, my character. I don't, I'm not someone who moves and changes in the sense of like the, the core of who I am. Mm -hmm. So the things that I say that I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And we did. And, you know, I was like, you know, I, and I think I told him, I'm not going to let it get to a point where, you know, I'm seeking marriage and he's not, Recipro- like he's not giving me that and I'm right. gonna keep hanging around I like I, re- I wish I might have to ask my dad if he can give me because I'm telling you for to be 20 I was like to me in my mind ahead of uh, like ahead of the game because yeah. I was like I already know and it's funny because our friends all of our friends are like couples goals like because we were so we just it just worked it just worked you know what I'm saying so that's a beautiful thing there is a, um, you know, the Ellis's, are you familiar with the Ellis's, DeVal and Kadeen? Yes, 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 yes. You know, yes. they're doing their book tour right now. Um, uh-huh. I saw they're... them on The Breakfast Club. Everybody yeah. be on The Breakfast Club, but I did see them. Go ahead. I am so proud of them. Like, just them flourishing. And I don't know if this is a thing that you and Matt do. Like, do you guys, like, read, not read together, but, like, read, like, books as, like, as far as, like, marriages, like, is that something you've done? Is that something that you think a a married couple should do? I think maybe the older you get, I would say, like at this point, and I and I'm not even gonna say this to sound cocky. At this point, I think Matt and I could write our own fucking book on Ooh. on how to have a successful marriage because we've been through shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We've been through shit together. We've been through shit separately. And so, no, like, I think we've reached the point, not that we've mastered marriage or that we've, and and I feel like that's what their book is kind of about. Like, 
our marriage is ours because we've decided how we want our marriage to work and, and it's working for us. And at the point that it doesn't work for us, we go back to that drawing board and we figure shit out. There ain't no, mm. ain't nobody leaving nobody. Ain't nobody, like we passed the point of, you know, we we gonna do uh, the D word, the, the big D word and all that. Like, no, bro. Like we've been through our highest highs. We've been through our lowest lows. You know, we've seen each other at our highest highs and at our lowest lows. We've been high and low together as a couple. And so, like, I genuinely feel like even though we both came from um, middle class backgrounds and all of these different things, we got it out the mud. You know what I'm saying? That's like, we we really did. And we stuck through what people would say hard times. And I think that what we the things that we valued um, in a relationship or being a couple, I think were so ingrained in us and so important to us. That And we became such best friends that the things that other people I feel like deal with and then they're like, oh, we had to grow out of this. Like I had to let him grow up. There wasn't no infidelity. There wasn't no cheating. There wasn't no, you know, ask about me, ask <clears throat> around. Like it's like really a thing There we didn't have all them type of problems. So we weren't growing from that. We were already mature and like. If this is what we say we want, this is what this is what it's gonna be. Ain't gonna be no That's holiday. Different type of energy right there. Like that, like that is the what I hear is like definitely traditional. You know, back then I feel like that was more common types of relationships. Like we're together, we're gonna make this work, we're gonna grow, but y'all were on a different maturity level. As kids, you don't see nowadays. Don't. And, and, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's and I'm not even going to take anything away from that, you know. And it's I always say it's not to say we didn't have hard times. Right. It's not to say that we didn't go through seasons of having to put in the work to make it work. And you know, and I remember talking to a like we I was talking to a group of friends like it's been some time, but we were talking about marriage because um some like a lot of them are newly married. Every it was kind of like we went on a stretch of like mm. back to back. Everybody's getting married, and I remember just making the comment like Mar marriage is like it's hard. Like you know, Matt and I've been together again nineteen years, married for ten of those nineteen years. So, and we've literally lived together for seventeen years. So it's like we were already operating almost as a unit even back then. And I remember making that comment. And, you know, this like they were like, you know, but marriage shouldn't be hard. I've I've been learning that marriage is it, it's work. Don't call it hard. And I get that when we're talking, especially you, you talk about a lot what you say and, and put out there. But at the end of the day, when you go through experiences with someone and after being with someone for so long, you can't deny just what it is. And it's not that it's bad work. It is hard, though. Like, it's hard to give up yourself like be selfless not to say give up yourself but it's hard to be selfless when someone is when your partner is going through something and you yourself may be going through something but like trying to find that balance and trying to give them grace and trying and it's like it goes both ways mm -hmm. and so as you're learning as an individual y'all are learning as a couple and you're growing as a couple and then you add kids to the mix and I feel like that just really Ooh, shakes the shit up. We got pause right up. there. That's what that, because that's a whole different level right now. That's there. what shakes the shit up. Right now, Ray J's on The Breakfast Club. And you know him and Princess, you know, the whole world has seen them go through their ups and downs. But he brought a great point that I wanted to, to ask you. And um, he says that, you know, people don't tell you about after 
the the honeymoon phase like people don't tell you they don't prep you like you're gonna have the wedding and Kadeem even said it like people were just telling me I was just prepping for the wedding I was just getting excited for that and then after the honeymoon I'm like in the marriage and no one discusses the responsibilities was there any like role models or anyone that tried to prep you about the before and after I wouldn't say that tried to prep us I think we both of us at the time, look, so my parents were together for 19 years before they split up. Matt's parents literally split up maybe a few months after we got married. Being, if wow. I'm being, I, I'm like a few months after um, they officially set, like they kind of separated and everything. And I would say like our grandparents, like what I would say is a traditional, remember, like we're going to stick this out, ride this out. We're probably my grandparents on both sides of my family. So my mom's mom and dad were still married, married to the day that they, you know, my grandfather died. And subsequently years later, my grandmother died. And my dad's was the exact same way. My grandfather died. And then, you know, 15 years later, my, my, his mother died. So, um, but I feel like, I don't know if it was just, I don't know if it's just us as people. I don't know if, I can't say that we were our own role models. I think that would be a farce, but I just feel like, I don't know. It was like at a young age, we had this commitment toward each other and it, it evolved into something was like, I don't want to be without this person like it's not like he literally completes me but like him accepting me as I am mm. completes me you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying so it's like and I think I do that for him so I don't know I wouldn't say that we were prepped but what I will say is when when we talk about these commitments and things like that um we told each other I wrote him in like we wrote letters to each other prior to us getting married that we opened a year after we were married whoa that is beautiful yes yeah, so we 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 wrote a letter to each other the night before we got married um and we helped we exchanged those letters on our wedding day but we couldn't open them until one year from our wedding so our one year anniversary is when we opened who came the up with that idea i think me Cause I'm okay. corny. I'm kind of a um, not, not corny. Y'all better be taking notes. Very, That's good. Listen, I'm sentimental. I'll say that. Yeah. I, like I hold like things that mean something. I hold on to things. So yeah. like it's a memory that I wanted to hold on to. So we opened those letters, and funny enough, we gave each other our gifts to each other unknowingly was time because it's like it was a watch. So it was just like, this is our time. Like, I don't know. It was just really weird. But anyways, we wrote letters to each other. And I remember telling him in my letter, like, after, like, this is just one day. This wedding is just one day. We had the rest of our lives together. This moment is really about you and I and us becoming one and da, 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 da. And this is just day one of the rest of that season and that part of our mm -hmm. life, that chapter of our life. So... I think both of us knew key. Like, I don't know how I genuinely thank God. This is why I feel like he's my soulmate because I'm telling yeah. you, it all just, it came like it, it came together in ways it shouldn't have, but I'm telling you, we were like, we were very adamant about the way that we lived our life prior to us getting married. And I know this is a hot topic, so we can pause here after this is we lived as if we were already married before we got married we were already living together we were already sharing responsibilities and I know that that is such a huge like that's called a situationship in 2023 do you see 
<laughs> do you see how that changes? Do you see how that beautiful traditional way of growing into relationship has shifted into confusion in today's world? A lot of people can't move like that because women are in their mind. What are we doing? Guys are like, what are we doing? And y'all playing boyfriend and girlfriend, you just don't have the title. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, do you, would you like give it to like your upbringing of just like you two just, it just sounds like you two are just very naturally mature. We, I think we both were. You know? I think I've always been mature. And I think that he, um, I think he was coming out of a relationship like months prior to him meeting me, but coming out of something where it was like, I know what I don't want. And whatever gotcha. it was about me, I feel like it was kind of like, but this is what I do want. And so as we grew together, it was mm-hmm. just like, we just grew together. Like I'm I'm genuinely telling you, of course we were romantic and we were together, like all of that, but it was genuinely like a friendship. Like it genuinely was like, it was a relationship because we were together, but like, we just did everything that you do with your best friend. Like I didn't really hang out with my friends, like not in a, he took me away from my friends. Type yeah, of way. It's yeah. like, this is just, he's fun. He's lively. Like we have a good time. We laugh. Like, I don't know. We just, it was always good chemistry. And so I think, I would say that I think both of us just, I'm not a like cheating. Like I'm not someone who's like, I was never that girl. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, I was mm-hmm. never, I was always the girl who had, this is my boyfriend. Now would I do some fucked up shit after we broke up or something like that? Maybe, you know, but I was never the girl who was just like out there. And again, I was young. I was a teenager. When and I he knew him. that. And he knew that. Right. <laughs> he was like, good, and good girl gone bad. Look, no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't bad. But seriously, it was just, I don't know. And I think, again, we didn't put too much pressure on, we didn't really put too much pressure on us in the beginning. So it wasn't like, you know, you gotta be here and you got, you know, it was just, it was I think cool. The way, the way of the world really, really plays a part on relationships. It just, it's just the, the energy of the world. And again, like we still have our romantic moments, you know, Valentine's Day just passed and Claudia, we're, I don't know why we keep referencing the breakfast club, but I listened to them a lot. Quick story. They were calling in people that were juggling Valentine's mm-hmm. men and women are calling on the breakfast club, calling as anonymous. Folk you mean juggling like having two different ones? Two to three Valentines on Valentine's Hell Day. No. See, One girl mm-hmm. was like, she had three dudes from Houston all trying to fly her out that day. One guy texts five happy five women happy Valentine's Day. You see what I'm saying? One girl, she has two dudes. Like you all are juggling, but how can you even want to grow in a foundation and build the foundation with that type of energy? And I think it's just the way of the world. We didn't have social media back then. None of that existed. It was really just natural conversation. It was paper and paper and pen. It was, let's go outside. Let's go sit by the water. Let's talk. You know, it was really finding fun and adventures. It really was. And we talked on the phone until I would fall asleep. Used to get on his nerves. I'm telling you, I would literally, and I'm still that way. Look, we joke that I'm a narcoleptic, honey. When it's time, (laughs) it's a wrap. There ain't, I don't care what's going on. I'm, I'm asleep. Same. So, so, um, but yeah, we would, we were, the, we were that couple. And so, yeah, we were up on the phone. We were, you know, doing all of that, doing all of that. When did it hit you that you were like, yeah, I'm ready to get married. Cause you said 
you was like, nigga, I ain't really gonna do all that right now. But then you you grow, you're growing together. Was there like a feeling like know if there was a feeling i honestly had no idea he was going to propose but i had started looking at rings and dresses like i just remember Ooh. randomly starting to just look at wedding stuff and but i had made up in my mind like i had told him even though he had told me like years like i said we had just gotten together and he was like i ain't about all that marriage and i ain't doing all this we didn't get engaged we were how long were we together before we got engaged six years before i think we got we got together in 2004 we in 2010 six years we got engaged in 2010 prior to that it was like we just started naturally talking about it like it wasn't like and it wasn't in a, in a sense of like i'm gonna start bringing this up to bring up marriage it was just like oh that wedding dress is pretty or oh i saw a ring that i really liked and i'm gonna print that ring out girl i printed out a ring that he kept and used to go when he found like my ring now they didn't have that ring available that i had printed out but he was like i need something like this like this is what she printed out a thousand years ago this is what i need but that's what he did and i genuinely i remember him coming to me like we were living in an apartment at that time and he was like uh he was like uh i need the key to the mailbox because i got some things that are coming and I, I just need to keep the mailbox. And I was like, okay, that's weird. But I had asked him <laughs> for some shoes or something. And I was like, oh, he's going to try to surprise me and get these shoes. And so he don't want me to go to the mailbox. I didn't know the whole time that he's had all this mastermind plan. There's things coming in the mail that re relate to the <laughs> ring. I think he had like insurance or something, you know, just things yeah. that you do. And so it's like, he didn't want me to know. So we went on vacation to Myrtle Beach. It was just, in my mind, a standard vacation, girl. We walked past his Dale store, I think, and I was like, ooh, we should go in there. And he was like, at that moment, I was like, she definitely knows. Like, she knows what's about to <laughs> And I'm like, I have, I'm clueless, don't know, but oh I'm just literally goodness. saying, like, we should go in there. I just want to look at rings. Because, again, it was natural conversation. It wasn't yeah. like, I wasn't one of those girls who was literally, like, pounding oh, him. it's about time. Yeah, it's about yeah. that time. It's been five years. Yeah. And we also had a deal that if he, when he did propose, he couldn't propose till after I graduated college because I, I needed that. to focus, focus and get yep. through school. And I'm like, I don't want to be thinking about a wedding and all of that. So we go to Myrtle Beach, like I said, and when we get to the hotel, he's like, do you think that the housekeeping people be going through uh, people's <laughs> bags? And I'm like, we have laptops and stuff, but I'm like, I don't we go out one night the night that he ended up proposing we we go up on this pier you had to pay a dollar but you were on this pier that literally was over the ocean and so we're up there and we're like talking and he's like i don't want to be up here he was like he was like let's go down let's just get off of here let's go down to the actual this beach nurse was bad as hell honey so we go down to this beach and he gives me, he was like, I have something for you in the backpack. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like, I'm about to get, I had think I had wanted this purse and some shoes. And I remember just being like, I'm about to get something like out of this. <laughs> so I'm like, let me look in this. So I get the, and it, it was a purse. And I pulled the purse out and I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, is it the purse that I wanted? And he was like, you're supposed to, he was like, you remember you always told me you're supposed to look in your purse or whatever. Cause I'm all, my mom always told me you give somebody a purse, you put money in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, same. The, that's the rule. Same. So he was like, you're supposed to look in the purse. So I'm like unzipping pockets and all of this. And I unzipped the pocket and the ring just slid out into my hand. And I was like, <gasps> oh. 
I all hope the you all are the, grasping for air as you, the, as you the hear The ocean is coming in. The waves <sighs> are coming in. We're down on the beach. There's nobody around. It's dark, but it's well lit because Myrtle Beach has all of these, you know, things just lying mm-hmm. in their beach. And so we're out there. Girl, I dropped to my knees. He thinks I dropped the ring in the sand. He's like, did you drop the ring in the sand? <laughs> I did not drop the ring in the sand. I did not. Um, he gets down on one knee. He asked me to marry him. And there we go. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. No, that is that is everything. Yes, girl. He And he said he told me afterwards, he was like, I had to, he was like, we had to get off of that pier because he said it was too many motherfuckers up there. It was too many people up there. <laughs> he was like, all I, he said, I had a vision. <laughs> you, that someone's like running up on you. You drop the ring. It goes over in the ocean. He said, I'm going to be honest with you. If that ring went in the ocean, I would have just dove off a little pier and, and, and went on <laughs> it. And I was like, no. That brings oh. me to think though, because we mentioned the women that are always like pressed and and are throwing hints intentionally to their you know significant other what or if there's any advice to to like give them because i hear sometimes you can't pressure a man don't do that you can't pressure a man don't do that okay you have to decide what you're willing to stick around for how long or whatever and i'm not going to tell anybody there is a magic number uh, my life, I, like I said, was very different. I graduated college at 23-ish. That's when about 23, 24, that's when I got engaged. Um, so Matt and, I had, Matt and I had been together for six years before that. It wasn't a high priority on my list. But he came around, you know, and we came around. I think both of us collectively, it was like, came around to it. If marriage is something you seek, I think you should put that out there. I think it's fine for somebody to know that. I think it's fine to talk about that. If that's not something, so that you know, if that's not something that person wants, you don't waste your time, especially the older that you are. But the Mm -hmm. younger listeners out there genuinely don't put that pressure on you or the person. So so I like 20, if you're 20 something like that, stop. Like, you don't know yourself yet. You don't know, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? And I was think was it we, a was it a frequent conversation within the relationship? Like in, did you our, bring it in your relationship, yeah. No. I okay. think once like not for years. I mean, I think no. maybe 4 plus years before it was kind of like we could probably do this thing for like do this thing. That for, is I think really you just good. I think you just had a feeling, but I don't think any of I don't think either of us. I think we knew what we had. I think eventually you knew what you had. This is my best friend. I can't see myself living without this person. This person knows me inside and out. They accept me flaws and all, Mm -hmm. all of these different things. And it just, it, I think it became a time like there, it was just like, what else do we have to do? Yeah. To be honest with y'all, that's how we, that's where Carter came. Like it, Mm -hmm. not in a bad way, but it was a planned thing. It was like, we've been married for four years. Like, We've been, we've traveled, we've like gone out, we, what are we going to do? Like, what else do we have to do? I think at one point, I mean, I think there became a point, there became a time where it was like, we've kind of done everything. I don't think, I don't think there was that, we never really talked about how bad we wanted kids, you know, back because it was just, we were just in a different time. Again, it was a different space. There wasn't all this comparison and you trying to live your life like, the people you see on the internet. I didn't see nobody on the internet. I had the people that were in front of me to see like what that life was like. And so that's all I could go off of and a feeling. 
You know, that like you say, energy. Life in we the were. present, in the moment. Like, we were literally Bonnie is, and Clyde. We were Jay-Z and Beyonce on the run. Like dead serious. That's the best moments. It was just, it was beautiful. Like it really, it really wasn't. It, and it's evolved into something that is even more beautiful because we've, we've learned to give each other grace. We've learned to, you know, what it takes to make it work. And we've learned mm-hmm. that, you know, we want to make it work. Like everything we've been through, I don't want to be with anybody else. I don't want to go through those things with anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. want anybody to see me like you've had to see me before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm guarded in that sense. And I think yeah. he is too. What do you think about today? Do you think today that people value marriage the same way in today's world? <sighs> if you look at social media, it, I would say no. But if I'm thinking about real life, I think so. I think the group of girls that I'm around, especially the ones that have recently gotten married, I see them like they their their relationship, despite it, obviously there's no two relationship alike, but the connection and the love and the values that they share, I definitely foresee them being together for the long haul. Like I don't, like the friendship groups that I have, I don't have people, like I'm looking like, I don't know if that shit's going to work. It's, you know, she just mm-hmm. got married because she reached 35 or whatever. Like it's, I genuinely feel like that. And then I have some friends that are really good friends that are single and they're not pressed about getting married. They, marriage is a goal. Marriage is something they want. I want kids, but they're not thirsty for it. But you see all sides. Like I definitely had a girl that I went to high school with that I saw who pretty much pressured a man on social media to the point that they're no longer together. You know, she's like, my dad asked him. My dad asked him, uh, are you getting her a wedding ring for Christmas, girl? It was like two months after they weren't together anymore. Because it's too yeah. much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's too much. So, but I think it's a conversation worth having. And like, it, don't stick around the older you get. If you know what you want and this person doesn't want that, you don't have that time per se to waste. But if you're 20 and you and the, and your dude is 21 and you talking about, well, do you want to, do you value marriage? Do you want to be married? And it's like, <laughs> Just live your life. Just you have time. You have time at that point in my mind. I think we we sometimes feel like we don't have enough time because you just don't know how much time you really you have. Don't. You know? But it's but what's also for you being, is for you at the same time. So exactly. Being realistic. Like I came across an interesting article. Boop, boop, boop. And I really wanted to see because sometimes I'm fixated on just how much has happened in the dating world and love and just like how you know we are we have access to social media and see these types of quote unquote couple goals and i wanted to see what's the average um what's length the, of a marriage the average length of a marriage and it says on average and this is from the Weinman family law okay article the length of a marriage in the u.s is seven to eight years some Ooh, states have a it. higher rate than others but the divorce rate for the country is around 50%. And you know, they said that even after COVID, the divorce rate shot through the roof. Yeah, because you 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 were stuck with people. <laughs> but the irony of that, are you really stuck with somebody that you really said, yes, I do too? I feel like if you weren't, if your relationship wasn't, if you didn't have a foundation for your relationship, like a true foundation for your relationship prior to huh. COVID hitting, 
I do think so. Because you got to think before COVID, you were able to move how you wanted to move. Mm -hmm. So it's not to say, you know, I could go out with my girls. I could like, I had these different releases. And so at certain points, I feel like you, not that you weren't being who you were, but like you were able to adapt your life to what you wanted it to be. Like, it's like, um, this is my husband. He goes out with his guy friends on Saturdays. They go play golf. I go with my girls for brunch on Sundays. We have this time apart, da, 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 da. And so if you're accustomed to that, and this is how it's always been, and you all get married, and this is how it always been, and you have all these different things, and then you all truly are stuck together. Like, we weren't going fucking nowhere for months. And it's like red flags that you may have just let slide or not think about, or it just kind of was like, it's not so bad because I go out with my girls every Sunday for mimosas. It's not a big deal. When you're stuck in the motherfucking house, you realize this shit is a big deal. We started to learn ourselves more. People talked about therapy more because you were really going. Th we thought we were going to fucking die. And if people lie about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Was there was a time where we were like, I'm going to die. And so you had to do some real. I used to double mask. My mother would be like, you got asthma. I can't do it. We thought we were going to die. And I think that was almost like a, like a, like a, oh, what's the word? Like a reckoning. Yeah. I almost feel like that was our, like, this is the time. Because that's when I feel like you saw people start to be like, I could fucking die. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to do all these things that I want to do. That this isn't the person I really want to be with. I'm the fuck out that of here. That part to me is mind fuckery. Like, how are you questioning now? I get it. Like, they have, you have your routine going on. But now the, the I guess the flaws that were heightened are heightened because you're two together. So that makes me think, are you, are we being real with one another? Are we are really you? saying what we feel, do what we actually want? Or are we just throwing it to the side to make that situation okay? people were throwing it to the side and letting oh. that be okay. I genuinely believe that because I think when you couldn't, you couldn't not see it at that mm -hmm, point. When you're stuck mm -hmm. together, you can't not see it. You know what I'm saying? And you can't, if you can't recover from our, if your release was, let's, let's, let's spin it like this. We get into an argument. Every time we get into an argument, I leave the house. I go to the bar. I drink. I sit at home and get toe up and, you know, he's at drinking at the bar. I'm at home drinking my wine and two and three days pass. And now we come back together. When COVID hit, you couldn't fucking do that. Y'all get into an argument. What are we going to do? Like, are we, we going to add a basement? No shade, but you didn't really have any place to like go depending on the household. Where are we going to go? And so if you couldn't recover from some of those arguments because you didn't have that, re your normal release, I can't, call my girlfriend up on the phone and talk trash about this nigga because this nigga's right over here. Like, right, and I'm right. scared to go outside. So it's like, I just think that there were some things that that basically you couldn't hide behind anymore. Yeah. So it was, it, you're, you were faced with it. And is this something now that I know I could get COVID and die from that I really want to live with for the rest of my life? And I think people had to make those types of decisions in those moments. And kids, let me just say that adding kids to that fucking mix of being in COVID in isolation. And I mean, and all child Carter was three. Take me Ooh. now, Lord. Like it was, <laughs> it was rough. Okay. 
So just saying, it was hard times. It was hard times. Do you believe that it's okay um, for for couples to um, have therapy before they actually get married? I think so. Like, are you talking therapy individual, couples therapy? Couples therapy before they actually get married. I would say it probably wouldn't hurt. I think, it, especially in this new age where I feel like therapy, I'm not going to, I don't like to say it is a thing because I think therapy has always been out there. But I feel like, again, COVID kind of put therapy on blast. Like, everybody was like, look, I need to hear. There's some shit I'm going through. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? The shit I was putting up with, the shit I was that whole inner child talk and all of those different things you got from you got from therapy what i i think that couples therapy is good i think that would be good i think individual therapy would be good i always caution people though now because i feel like social media has turned it into um we both need to be these healed versions of ourselves to come together and have a relationship that is going to work um, and I don't think that that is true. I don't like that narrative that is being spun because at the end of the day, you're forever healing. You're forever evolving. You're forever changing. Everlasting, yeah. Um, and so, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I think I'm this this healed version of me and they think they are, when life starts to happen to you, and that's the key thing for people. When life starts to happen to you, life events, you get pregnant, you have miscarriages, you have babies, you lose babies. Um, and, and, and not that I've experienced that, but I've been around people that have experienced that, yeah. that have lost their infants and stuff. Like you go through things you would, that and you so, would never think that would happen and to ever, you. you know what I'm saying? There's people that you, I've seen recent videos because TikTok, Lord, just be showing you the saddest videos sometimes where people are just recently got married and they're doing those videos and their spouse pretty much dies. Like, right, like that is the most saddest trend. I need that to go away because I you don't know trend. who's the one that's actually passed. Oh my God. I too can't. much. It's so much. There was but I'm one just... where all of them passed. And I said, oh my God, I can't. The whole, like, the whole like, the group on the picture passed? Yes. Three oh of them. God. It was like two guys and a girl. And all you see was like the white doves. I said, uh, all three of them? No. No. It's horrible. Oh, like, it I be having, when I see that one, I have to get off because I know it's just going to keep, and it's like heart wrenching. But I'm just saying all of that to say, you will, like, you have to learn to be able to continuously heal yourself and yeah. heal with someone else. And so don't think that because I've done all this therapy and he's done all this therapy, we're going to get together and we're going to know, you know, we're not going to argue and we're going to know how to talk to each other. And we're going to, y'all are, we're human key. That is so key. Which is why I kind of, and, and, you know, this is coming from a single woman, you know, <laughs> <laughs> When I first heard that there were couples doing that, like having therapy, couples therapy before marriage, sometimes in my mind, it's like, all right, so what's going to happen when y'all really married? Like, are you still going to be talking about and having the same issues? Is the goal, what is the ultimate goal to get to know each other better before you actually walk down the aisle, have a better understanding? Because when you're actually married, I don't know. I do feel like we, I, I am not the expert to speak on that. Cause I can tell you, I can just, I'm real with people. Matt and I didn't do couple. I think like we just genuinely figured the shit out. And I, and it's yeah. funny. Cause when I look at things now, I know that we did, we've done the right things. Now, have we always done it probably as quickly as we should have, or came to the conclusions as quickly? No, 
but we learned, you know what I'm saying? We've been through these different experiences together and we learned. And that's why at the top of this episode, I said, again, I'm not trying to be cocky, but at this point, we could probably write a book to teach, like to just tell our experience and tell people like it's Michelle Obama is the one who said it. I've been sitting here thinking about who was talking about marriage and going through seasons. And she was talking about how she, when she had the girls, there was like years that went through that she was like, I just didn't like Barack. Like she didn't feel like he was stepping up, like doing the things that she needed him to do. Now, was she probably, I think she admitted like, I wasn't telling him everything because as a mom, you think I have to be this superwoman and I have to do everything and I have to, I'm supposed to know what to do. And I, I don't need to ask for help. I got this. So you have this complex almost, but she was just talking about that. And I was like, it's so true. You have to accept that you're going to go through seasons you may not really, you love this person with everything in you, but like, I don't like, like, I don't like the way that we are. I don't like this, but I know you going through something and maybe I'm going through something, but we just gonna, we gonna keep riding it out talking. and talking and trying to communicate. And I'm going to keep plugging until you open up and like you do, you crack the code. Everything comes out on the table. You're like, oh, wow. So this is what I was doing. This is how you were feeling. You have those conversations and then you grow from it. But you go through seasons of, it's reality. of that. It's just life. It, I people can't handle at, that anymore. No, no. People There's can't so handle that. outside influences now that you got to find your own rhythm. You definitely do. And that's what I hear. And um, I mean, you, you need another round of applause. Hold on. You need another round of applause. Thank you. Okay, y'all, y'all show me some love. Oh, look, I'm on the IG live. <laughs> no, I think that that was that was awesome and a great insight for us to. Again, we don't know who's listening. We would love to know, but again, this is super helpful information, Reese. So thank you so much for allowing us to see. You know, get into step into your world a little bit. Well, thank you. And by no means, y'all, we were not perfect. I don't want that to come across as like we were this. You know, like I said, we've had some rough times, y'all, but you grow from it. And so just just be true to yourselves and For find sure. someone that is willing to to grow and evolve with you. Period. So let's get into it. Respill your tea. What's going on? What is going on, y'all? Who is having the best week ever? Miss Rihanna Robin Fenty. Did y'all see... <laughs> Rihanna broke the internet yet again in like five days times when she dropped her, um, she unveiled her British Vogue cover for March, the 2023 issue with her, ASAP Rocky and their beautiful baby boy. Honey, she dropped that picture. I just looked recently, it's over 11 million likes. And I mean, back to back, because of course she dropped the one with just the baby. Aye, aye, aye. And it was just cool face. so cute. And I'm just like, um, but I saw where she captioned one of the photos, what really just warmed my mommy heart. And she's like, I'm posing with both of my babies in this photo. And I didn't even know. So she was actually pregnant at the time that she did the shoot. Oh, wow. The, the photo shoot. But she didn't know it yet. So God, wow. I was just like, wow. And they just looked, she put the picture of the parents. I was like her and ASAP. I don't know. They just feel right together. You know, she we've known that Rihanna's been with some different different high profile me yeah yeah um but i don't know what it is about her and asap they just uh, asap they just feel right they give me like i don't really care what anyone has to say like you make me feel good 
and vice versa. And I'm rocking with you. Like, no matter what we have, like you, you're that person that makes me feel what I've been looking for. And that's why I admire that. I'm like, yes. Can I we give it up to me. her strategic team though? Everything came out at the and right time. Was, okay. And I mean everything down to the fact that uh, mama had a um, football makeup, like her makeup <laughs> collection. She released makeup that had like footballs. And, Did you, you grab know, anything? I did grab the lip gloss. I'm actually wearing it right now. Okay. Honest, if you want to look fancy beauty, <laughs> if you want to sponsor me. Shop like to know and drop your link. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know she did that. And I get her text messages too. But I, I, I barely be looking at it. I'm like, all right, Fenty, what you got now? Yeah, I did, I did pick up the lip gloss because it was pretty. And I I own like all of the damn lip of glosses. Them. Literally. Fenty. Yeah. Get a bitch up. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Um, no, but seriously. Um, so I just love that. I love to see her on there. And I was just like, damn girl, you just did the Super Bowl. You like literally just did it. And here we are, you dropping all these covers. And I and I'm here for it. What else we that got being, going on? That being said, honey, so we love us some ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Can we get into Lori Harvey and Damson Idris? Mm. So I'm feeling them right now. Are you? I am. I'm just going to let you know that I feel like you may be in the minority. I'm feeling them too. Let me go uh -huh. ahead and just put that on the record right now. I okay. think they're cute. They, look, I, I'm not bothered. But the people are. The people are, honey. So apparently, Lori and Damson went out last night for their first red carpet debut mm -hmm. for the final season premiere of Snowfall. Do you watch Snowfall? I do. And it launches oh. next week. I'm, I know. Oh. Franklin. You know, and I, I literally started getting hooked on Snowfall last season. Like, I really wasn't okay. a big Snowfall watcher until last season. Okay. I'm I think we're, now. I want to say we are actually a season behind just because, you okay. know, we be lifing. Um, but we got to get caught up because it comes back February the 22nd. So they were on the red carpet for there for the premiere of this final season debut, honey. And the people came for their pictures because they felt like the chemistry was off. They was like, Lori, you wasn't even pressed up on your man. Like, what was you doing? So, you know, someone commented that basically like something's off. Their chemistry is off. Trouble in paradise, honey. Lori Harvey said, ah, ah. she done clapped back. And she was like, y'all, y'all always make something up out of nothing. Like I have some makeup on my body and I don't want it to get on my man's suit. But the people were like, no. Do you think chemistry on the red carpet, like, like, do you think that, look, all these shit, when you see pictures and all of a sudden it's like, we're making up all of these stories and headlines about what we've seen captured in a random ass photo. Is there really truth behind some of these photos or do you think it just is what it is? Um, one would think if you're, if you're coming on the red carpet with your date, that it should be natural, like anybody on no Cardi B and offset level, like straight up tongue kissing on that motherfucker. I think that is like so much. It's just too much. But it's expected upon, right? It's expected that you look like you're engaged and you're happy to be with each other. I guess I have to look at the picture because I didn't see the image, like makeup on her body. She had makeup, I think like on her, I don't know. Maybe yeah. not on her arm. Cause it kind of, to me, it just almost looked like they got caught in a pose where like she's kind of moving one way and he's like almost trying to like okay i'm about to step two you know what i'm saying it's and just they, like and they have to figure think of those poses like it's so messed up 
there are thousands of people taking pictures and you have to yes. be, uh, 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 and like that one wrong move is like looked down upon. It also right. made me think of though, did you see where when J-Lo and Ben Affleck kind of had a similar moment at the Grammys and everybody was like, oh, there's trouble in paradise with J-Lo and Ben Affleck. There was definitely something up. Do you think there My was something My mans did not want to be there. I just think he didn't want to be there though. Yeah. I don't think it was really, they had an issue to me. It was, it looked like an old couple for me. Yeah. This is something I would tell Matt. He's like, I am ready to go. And I'm like, hush up. He was you know like, that? I'm grumpy. I'm, I'm over this shit. Let's we've go. We've been here for 17 hours. Many, I'm ready to go. There were too many catnip moments where, you know, she's playing it off. There's a TikTok that's going around of like, who was the who was behind this camera? You see Jay-Z trying to offer Beyonce. I think it was like, Lord have mercy. And she was looking at that man she's like, like, I don't want to drink. I don't right want to drink. The camera's in front of me. The camera like, is Sorry. literally on me right now. He's like, you want to drink? Live your best night. This is a highlight of your night. Like, Girl, why did Matt tell me, though? He was like, that would have been you and me. He said, except I would have been Beyonce and you would have been Jay-Z. I'm like, you want to drink? No, I don't want to drink. I'm ready to go. I would have been like, bring that thing over here. This is my bring night. Bring okay? Because okay? I don't know okay. if she's ever made it vocal that she does, if she doesn't drink or what. But I was like, Beyonce, come she on. She be drinking. She, she be drinking, okay? We uh, already I, know. I do like the fact that Lori Harvey said something. She usually doesn't speak upon. She did clap group. back, honey, because she was just like, the fact that y'all let this like this be the thing that means it's trouble in paradise, pretty much, is essentially what sis said. But then the people had to take it a step further. Honey, they started coming for dancing. They was like, you know, he ain't even as fine as he was now that he's with Lori Harvey. They're so damn ignorant. They so ignorant. Why y'all so ignorant out here? That's a beautiful chocolate, man. Don't do that. Well, they they said that he's basically lost his attractive points. So I'm just I'm just letting you know what the girls is saying. I don't know. Four four three <laughs> four four zero hi, nine. Hi, I need you to stop. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Please, you can't please these people. You just <laughs> cannot anymore. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with that. I definitely mm -hmm. agree with that. But. I do want to report one. This is, and I think this is more for, for me, if you're a movie fan too, um, I really love me some Bruce Willis, y'all. Bruce Willis is, I just think he's a phenomenal actor. If you're not familiar with Bruce Willis, because look, I know, I know we a little older, but he's yeah, in he's all the diehard movies, uh, The Sixth Sense, I think of Unbreakable with him and Samuel L. Jackson. Um, he's been in some really good movies, but I think last year, his ex-wife and actress, uh, Demi Moore, like came out and was like, hey, he's been dealing with some health issues. And I think he had like aphasia, which from what I could gather is basically where you have issues with like speech and communication and forming sentences and things like that. And so they were trying to like work with him and see what was going on. And then he has been officially diagnosed with dementia. And I just think ah. that's insane. Like, I don't like don't know too many of like your old like goat actors and things like that that you just are like damn like this is why you have to stop acting because we noticed well i remember like a, a year or so ago he just started doing all these like random movies or whatever and everybody was just kind of like where is he doing all these low budget movies for mm -hmm. and i think it came out then that he that you know he was dealing with some health issues that may have been why they put it on out there um because people were starting to know like something is just weird um, but yeah, he's been diagnosed with dementia. So just prayers to them because I just think that that is just, I couldn't it's, imagine. It's hard to see people you like, you grew up looking up to. Like he's a goat. 
he and like is. go through that. Like sometimes when I even look at Michael J. Fox and I'm just like, damn, damn their just, entire life has changed. Just so sad to see that. But just speaking of, I know they're no longer married, but the fact that Demi Moore is like mm. 100%, like she's the one writing these, like giving these updates and things like that. And I love like, that. you definitely don't see that where exes, especially at a celebrity level, are able to be able to be there for someone else like in that capacity. And I just think that that's a beautiful thing. So to me, they always look like they had a good bond, that, that, especially when she was like dating Ashton Kutcher for some mm -hmm. time. I know that I remember a picture where they were like all together, all together. Like blended family. So much respect. And we sent our prayers out and, you know, much uplifting to their family because um, that's a different time. That's a that's a transitional moment in their life. Really is. It really is. That was good. Come on, Ray spilling the tea. That was amazing. Key, what you watching in these streets? What am I watching in these streets? So last week I put Ree on and everyone on to Single Ladies, which you can watch on the OWN Network. This week I was like, what else is a good show that I've watched? And if you don't know about the All Black Network, honey, I'm gonna need you to get into it, Ray. Okay. Okay. So the All Black Work Network is pretty much as it sounds. Um, it's like a Netflix, but for like black people, black shows, black movies, they have their own original content on there as well. Okay. Is it an I mean, app? It's an app. Okay. Okay. $6 a month. You can't go wrong. It's cheaper than Netflix. Okay. Period. Okay. So it's they have some shows months. that are on like some movies, some classical movies on there, but a lot of OG content. And I mm -hmm. came across the show called Snap. Snap snapped my mind, snapped my soul. Um, it is co-created by Eric Benet. Oh. Yes. And Devin Hampton. And I didn't really know what I was I was like walking into. It's only four episodes at the moment. And in light of Black History Month, I wanted to shine, like just take a deeper dive into this. It's a psychological thriller that intends to deal with difficult and social and ethical topics head on. And when I say the first episode is going to take you to the next level. So the first episode is based on Willie Lynch. Okay. You familiar with mm -hmm. Willie Lynch, the Willie Lynch mm -hmm. letters? I am. And I wasn't really that familiar. So when I start really understanding, you know, this letter that he created and told the slave owners what they should do to black people for them to never win, you actually see these actors in modern day world play out dark skin versus light skin. Um, the younger, you know, the younger black people against the older black people. They came out swinging. And it, it, I mean, the first episode is just like, what? It's one of those, do you remember Black Mirror? Yes. It gives me a Black Mirror vibe. Okay. The social, social aspect, yes it really hits home. And I started like taking a deep dive into like the Whitney Lynch letters. Like, is it real? Cause it's still like, quote unquote, they're saying like, that's not real, but, um, but I wanted to shine light on snap. If, and it's in the all black network to this day, a lot of people don't even know are not familiar with the all black network in itself. And, and it's um, an app that you can download for $6 yeah. a month. Yeah. I'm a fan. I've always been a fan. So I definitely pay for it. No problem. So they give a Netflix your coins going all black. I'm going to have to check All Black out. Plus, I think old girl from um, Instagram has some shows that she's in. Is her name? It's Courtney. I don't know. The it girl who acts be. like 
does like um she was in Insecure. Some of the last season Insecure got locks. Oh, I don't know. I cannot think of what her name is on Instagram. It could be always she always does like um parodies of Steve Harvey um doing uh Will of Fortune and stuff like that. She does and she'll be like put it on the watch list. She does like a Black History Month, like these are the shows and movies you should be watching. She could be because they actually give like influencers like their own shows as well like jesse Wu and kendall kendall mm-hmm. they have a show together on there which is really good okay. so i definitely shine i wanted to shine light on the all black network and um tune into snap it's definitely good to watch right now i'll have to check that out for sure and with that good people that wraps up another another episode <laughs> Another episode. I think we're patting ourselves on our back because like we're we're getting the hang of this week. Three weeks in a row. Nari, thank you so much no. again. That was bomb information. Um, I hope y'all was taking notes. Okay. Take notes, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Y'all already know you can find us on your favorite streaming platforms, which includes Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Music. Go ahead and leave us some feedback, y'all. We really want to hear from you guys. We want to know how you all are taking in these episodes and what y'all looking forward to. Um, And yeah, on that note, we got to (laughs) go. Now we got to go. We got to go. Bye, y'all. Have a good week. Peace out. (laughs)